Espero que nadie se, se ofenda, pero hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Balcão da área, de Pereira Mechuca, cruzou Gilberto, que confusão vai ser o primeiro, tirou para dentro! Absolutamente fenomenal da parte de Otamendi. Vai Rafa isolado para o gol. A Chapelada tirou para dentro. Faltava o golo do Ribatejano. É Benfica, é Benfica, é Benfica. Só nós sentimos isso. Welcome, episode 107, season three. We are back again. Um, as always, myself, Mike, your host. We got the crew back together to start the season. We got Bill, we got Jay, we got Kenny, we got Oscar. Gentlemen, how are we feeling for uh, a brand new season? Hopeful, nervous, pessimistic, thoughts? Optimistic, dude. Gotta be optimistic. Gotta be. <laughs> new era. Welcome back, guys. I'm I'm actually optimistic this year. Oh yeah, really? I don't believe it. We need I don't believe it. <laughs> a new Oscar. We need new someone me. to be pessimistic. Oh, new him. All right, new season, new him. Uh, unfortunately for Kenny, it's a new season, and he was late again. So same Kenny, new season, same Kenny. But it's okay. We're working on it. Um, we got. We're gonna try a few different things this season. Uh, instead of ninety minutes, we're gonna give you guys an hour, sixty to seventy minutes tops. I think that's the sweet spot. Um, for those of you watching, those of you listening, we want to make sure that you're, um, you know, not spending too much time looking at our uh, pleasant faces or listening to us in the car. Para a malta que nos segue em português, quarta-feira é o nosso podcast em português, mas estejam à vontade de participar aqui na nossa conversa. Podem pôr os vossos comentários e as vossas opiniões no chat. Em português, todos falamos português, todos percebemos português, por isso podemos abordar os vossos comentários, à vontade, uh, mas se quiserem uh, um podcast em português, o nosso podcast em português com outro painel, um, na, na quarta-feira, a partir das 21 horas, hora de Portugal. Uh, today, we are going to talk about, well, title of the, the podcast, Start of a New Era. We got a lot of changes, a lot of things have happened since the last time we met. Um, we'll talk about first thoughts of Roger Schmidt. We got a new manager in town. Um, first uh, international or non-Portuguese manager at Benfica since I believe Kike Flores was the last one. Um, talk about Saturday's uh, 2-0 win uh, in a friendly match against Reading um, at St. George's Park. Uh, we'll talk about the transfer market. We've made a lot of signings. Uh, last time we spoke, Kenny was convinced that we were going to spend and make a lot of noise in the transfer market. I was of the opposite opinion, um, but turns out that Kenny seemed to be right, and it doesn't 
seem like we're we're done with our business, but we'll talk about that. And if we have time at the end, we will do a start, bench, and sell, but that one will be a question mark depending on how we do with time. Um, before we start the topics, I want to just go around the table here. Uh, it's been a month and a half, two months. Anything uh, exciting happen uh, in the in the time being that gives you guys a little bit of hope going into the season? I mean, we haven't celebrated the title since we kicked off this podcast, which is annoying as hell. Um, but if you had to put your finger on one thing that's happened since we last met at the end of season two, Oscar, I'll start with you. Anything, if you put your finger on it, that says, you know, that's that gives me hope that this season will be different. What would it be? I know what it's well, going <laughs> to The smirk gave it away. I didn't even think about it until he smirked. Well, Pizzaldino will do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, so, so the magic is uh, – this is that's why I was optimistic, right? Wait until he starts kicking off players that I like, and then I'll be the pessimistic again. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> it'll, it'll come soon. So, okay. so, yeah, some players that came back, I think, with a new system – and with new guys coming in, I I feel optimistic that some of those guys that left because of the whole commotion that happened last year, I think will still fill it in this team. And then it'll, it'll give me it gives me hope for the future. Okay, Jay, what's the one thing that jumps out to you? If there is one, if there isn't, that's fine as well. So, to me, I think it's the player that's coming in on tomorrow. I think he's coming up from Argentina. I'm actually Enzo. excited to see him um, play in the midfield. I was also, I mean, not talking about the game, but I was also really happy that some of the players, I mean, we have a lot of players, but Florentino played really well. And I was really happy to see that because I've been a Florentino guy. But I'm not, I'm pretty, I'm ready for the year. I think we're going to do better than we did last year. I think we brought some pretty decent talent. Um, yeah, I'm, hey, it's it's the new year. So everyone starts at zero. So we, we gotta, <laughs> I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride high right now. All right. We're all high at the moment. Kenny putting your finger on something positive uh i would say positive is um you know we already got one victory over porto we, we stole one of their supposed <laughs> uh players that was going to go over to them um what's his name vitor and, and i think it's a good signing because i think the center back at center back uh i think we needed to get younger i think um lucas verissimo is uh lucas yeah it is verissimo isn't it yep um, he is, uh, you know, coming back from injury. We never know how that's going to work out. So, um, I think we needed some bodies there. So, uh, I, I'm, you know, that's one signing that, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing. Bill, last but not least, positive. Uh, actually, before I jump into this, I'm sure congratulations to Mike and his, uh, his wife on welcoming a new, oh, yeah. a new addition, <laughs> a new, new addition to the, the Benfica family. So, yeah. Congrats on that one. Um, I mean, it's early, but I, I I like what they're doing in the transfer market. They made their signings quick and early. Uh, the only real saga we've been having is this fucking Ricardo Horta shit. But other than that, uh, Braz is fucking working his ass off, and it feels like every time he flies out, he's not leaving that country with the, without the player. So uh, that's that's a positive so far. All right. Uh, my positive is um, what Bill said, right? I think typically we leave everything for the last couple of weeks. We don't get the new additions in the training camp uh, to be able to kind of gel. Um, we've made some business. We've done, I think we've done most of our business early on. 
I still think there's going to be one or two additions depending on, on what happens. And we'll get to that later in the, in the podcast, but uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, having the team have some time together and, and some new faces and be able to kind of put things together. Hopefully it'll be positive for us at the end of the day. First thoughts on Roger Smith, Schmidt, sorry. Um, German arrives in Lisbon. He makes a statement that turns into a uh, scarves. Um, he's already making money for Benfica on marketing. Uh, if you love football, you love Benfica. I mean, if there was one sentence that he could have made, right, that was the one, right? Like he captures the fans straight away with that statement. Um, I thought it was interesting that he had just gotten off the plane and Sam TV asked him what he thought about Ricardo Duarte. Like <laughs> the guy's been on Portuguese soil for about four minutes and they're already trying to start some drama and controversy asking questions like that. But, um, you know, he's, he's he said the right things he had a press conference early on um his questions were pretty standard i mean nothing that really challenged him um obviously he speaks english he's learned a few words in portuguese uh, i get the sense that he's trying to kind of bring the fans close to the team again knowing that there was a lot of division over the last year two years um you know with the open training um they had a they had a uh a scrimmage within the squad, right? That not many people expected to see almost 23,000 fans in the stadium for a training match or a training an open training, which is, is pretty impressive. I mean, there's, there's first division teams that don't get that many fans in their stadium for a game. Um, right. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, Kenny, I'm going to start with you. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? You know, if somebody was to ask, you, you know what, right. And again, it's early on. We haven't seen too much, um, but with a new manager, foreigner, we talked about this at the end of season two. You know, what are your initial thoughts and takeaways that you see from from this new regime, with led by Roger Schmidt, with Javi Garcia, Luis is on the field more often, etc. Yeah, it's funny you bring up Javi Garcia because <clears throat> that was one thing I was going to mention. So I, I had talked to you guys about this, and I've, you know, I've kind of everything he's kind of said to begin with um, has kind of resonated with me. I think he's he's open to. Um, not only instilling his style of football, but he's also open to, um, you know, giving players second chances and and kind of feeling everything out for himself, not making, you know, prejudgments on players and, and things like that. And Javi Garcia, I think, was a good example of that because, you know, it wasn't, you know, like, like Jarz Azuz was very uh, like, hey, I want my uh, adjuntus and I want my staff in place and that's it. There's no outsiders coming in, right? And so... Um, I think it was, you know, Rui Costa and Adidas Sound had asked, you know, how do you guys, how would you think of incorporating Javi Garcia into the staff? And he was all for it. So um, I think he's willing to, like I said, he wants to instill his football, obviously, but he's also willing to work with um, the Adidas Sound and and give players a shot, whether if he gets another shot or not, will was yet to be seen. But um, I think, uh, you know, I like that about him. And um, I mean, right now, I think everything is easy doesn't have much pressure right now, but once the game, the real games start and there's going to be an important one to begin with, that's going to be, you know, decisive as to how he kind of um, deals with adversity, especially in Portugal and, and coaching Benfica. Well done. Uh, Jay, do you agree with what Kenny said? And I'm going to ask you here is, do you think that the fact that he doesn't speak Portuguese um, do you think that plays in his favor or do you think it plays against him, right? With the media and all the drama, do you think it's going to help him or do you think it's going to make things difficult for him? 
Um, to answer that question, I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know Roger, if his personality. I've never seen him in a press conference, really. I haven't even seen him at the Bayfica one, uh, even when he came. But um, as far I, I just don't think he – I don't think he understands – like the re like the the how big Benfica really is overall right now, <clears throat> but like Kenny said, once the game starts happening, I think uh, like I think they're still in their honeymoon stages. I think once the game start happening, I think I, we'll see how he handles under pressure and how he deals with the press conference. But I I can't answer that because I really haven't seen him in the press conference. I don't even know how he is, how he acts. But I, I think so far, overall, with the coach, I think I kind of agree with Kenny. Like right now, everything's good, but we'll see when once the games start happening and the pressure's on. Fair. Um, just a shout out to some people here in the chat. We got Red Barons back. Uh, welcome, Red Baron. We got Tiago in the chat. Red Baron's comment here made me laugh. Braz is just looking for frequent flyer miles. The guy's all over the place. He's got a lot right now. <laughs> He legit gets off one plane, gets on another plane. He's just nonstop. And it's funny because there were some of us who in our group here that questioned what he did and what he was capable of doing. And, I mean, he is just scooping everything up at the moment. Já tinha saudades desta equipa. Luis, já é tarde aí desse lado. A ver se vais dormir. It's quite late over there. 8, 9, what 10, is, 11, 12, is, 1, 2. Not, not to carry on the car, but I still have my doubts on Brad. I, I just don't get a good vibe from, from him. I, Listen, is, is he negotiating? I mean, I don't think he's negotiating contract. He's just there to fucking grab him by the arm and put him in a car. That's, dude, all, I I don't, That's all I saw hey, in the video. I Looked don't like care what he's guy. doing, but clearly he's doing something right because they're coming with him. He's hey, like, I can go there. I can go there too if everything's already signed and on the top line. <laughs> hey, you know, before before the season started, I'd be like, hey, Braz vai negociar o, o João Vitor. You'd be like, damn it, we're going to lose him, yeah, right? Now, exactly. now, all I hear is Braz foi ao Brasil. I'm like, yep. okay, now it's easy. We got him. Exactly. Done deal. It, yep. could be, it could be a, a bounty hunter. I don't know. He could just probably just... <laughs> 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 they People were questioning like, oh, Oh, we should send Rui Costa to do the deal, seal the deals. Dude, this I, guy has I, been scooping it up. I want to know who negotiated the Argentinian kid because that seems like a nice deal. Like, I don't know. Because yeah, they, they wanted mean, to keep him until whatever further down in the year, right? And then and then all of a sudden Brask went and he's coming back. See, that's, that's what good. I mean. Another point. I was hearing yes, stories that, about that paying was all. 20, I was hearing about hearing stories about paying 20, 25, and then we end up paying 10 plus eight. We had a, we had a coupon. We had a yeah. coupon for yeah, this I, I, I still don't – I still have my caution about him. I think a lot of shit that happened in the locker room, I think he was involved in. So that's that's where my stance with him. I, I'm still iffy on him. All right. Maybe he'll win you over in the next couple Stay. of weeks. Um, Chico Marcelino, boa noite para ti. Um, Oscar, thoughts thoughts initially on, on Roger Smith? And I'll also toss that question that I asked Jay is – you know, do you think the the language barrier is going to be a, a pro or a con for him? He's he's not going to be. I mean, I think it's a pro because he won't have to spend that much time in front of the camera and ask and answering stupid questions. And when I say stupid, I mean <laughs> like stupid questions to create, create drama. So, uh, but I uh, but I think I think him not. It's gonna he's gonna be like a, it's gonna be surreal for him. Like when once that drama starts happening on the newspaper, Bafik is gonna be all over it. Um, I think he's going to learn a, a valuable last, lesson there. Like, oh, shit, I didn't know. I wasn't ready for this. Uh, I don't know how in in, uh, in um, Netherlands, how the media is compared to Portugal, but I know Portugal is disgusting. So so hopefully he's ready for that. 
and then regarding regarding what the the first question how my first impression of what he's doing i have to agree with kenny i think he's doing that to me i wasn't i wasn't a fan just because of the it's a strangeiro coming into portugal the first thing is let me get players i'm familiar with right and anybody that's homegrown whatever like that'll be my secondary option third option so but he's doing the opposite to me i think he's bringing in some key players like ned and stuff like that that's that's gonna those are the superstars and then he's he's not just going by what the media says or what uh, other people say he's given he has 38 players on the on the training ground traveling right he's given everybody a shot and i think everybody has to play their part and he keeps the best he's starting from zero and i agree with that totally agree with that i don't want him to to choose because of somebody's a a and b said this guy sucks this guy talks too much this guy is a locker room problem give everybody a start from scratch and let everybody fight for the spots and i agree with that good points bill do you agree with what these guys said anything that you would add or disagree with no i i agree i think like dealing with the media i think it definitely it's definitely in his favor that he's not portuguese and he doesn't speak the language i think like Oscar said like he won't have to deal with those I mean, he yeah. will. They'll just ask the question terribly in English. It's yeah. just right. But I mean, but... <laughs> no, but I, like, I know what he's saying. He, though, yeah. he like won't respond. Like he won't be able to respond to Correct. it. And like, George Zeus would have gone on for like twenty minutes on a question, whereas this guy yep. will just give you a fucking short, sweet thing and then move on. Yep. Um, but I mean, it's early, but the signs are positive. Um, like Oscar said, he he seems to be giving the youth. The, the academy guys an actual legitimate shot and not just having them do the stagio just to to be there and having in the journal saying that he brought up so and so to the stagio like he it seems like he's actually giving these kids from the b team and uh some of the kids from the um what are the u19s that won the 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 champions league uh the youth yep. league like they're they're actually getting a shot um which is good to see um I mean, it's good to see that before preseason even started, it's clear that he did work on picking players and working with the the scouting department on kind of figuring out the, the profile of player that they want and the targets they need to go get because the, the work that, I mean, I'm assuming the work him and Braz did is what's leading to all these quick transfers at the beginning of the transfer market and not kind of waiting to the end like we've seen in the past. Yeah, and the whole point, right, is, and we talked about it before, is we need to acquire players that fit the mold of what the club's project dictates, right? Like, JJ came in, bought players that he wanted, right? But, like, we didn't seem to have any plan, any structure, any idea. It was just like, this coach comes in, okay, you buy what you need. And then when a new coach comes in, he may not like those players and they may not fit his mold, um, but it seems like we actually have, like, a plan in place. Um, when we speak about the players, and I'll open this up to anyone who wants to, I just, to answer hey, this. I just want to say one more thing about the coach. Yeah. Um, I also, like, I don't think Jean Jesus did this, but, like, I like how he sat with the B coach and, yep. like, discussed, like, I'm guessing a plan on how he wants to play and maybe how he wants the B team to play as well. I, like, I don't know. Like, I, I just figured, like, I like that how they communicated. And, like, that maybe we could 
shuffle through the system like use the beat yeah, there's a plan there's a plan that's all right. we want like, like, like if i'm not mistaken i don't think josh just did that in um, i don't recall seeing it but that it like it happened it was just, never reported yeah. yeah that just shows like teamwork and like it shows i mean i don't know i i like i like seeing that overall so. no i agree and i think right like if we want the youth players to move up right like we need to make it as easy as possible for them to make those jumps right and if the b team plays a completely different style than the a team right like the adaptation makes it more difficult right if we are consistent across the board it makes the jump a lot easier right clubs like ajax right like we talk about their youth and how they develop players it's because at the bottom, they're playing the same style as that they are at the top, right? So you Marcia, can progress easier. It's the same yeah, thing. Same, like, they just, a lot of these clubs. The philosophy is the same all the way Correct. through. Correct. Um, one last question that I had on this, and, and it's gotten a lot of uh, media attention. Do you guys see any issues with the fact that he brought 38 players? And, and the initial phase or the initial rumors were that he's a yes man. The DSL made him take all the players. Um, but news came out that he it was his option it was his choice to take all 38 players do you guys see and again i'll open this up to anyone who wants to jump in do you guys see an issue with this and it's funny because portuguese media criticized the hell out of it and said but un club profesional no pode levar 38 jogadores it's going to impact how you develop the plan for the squad and they got champions league qualification coming up blah 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 and then the next day jurgen klopp calls up 37 players for his training right yeah. ruben amorim called up 31 this this morning right so do you guys see an issue i personally don't but curious to see if anyone sees an issue with this i mean i just no. answered that i i did th- that's to me is him coming in learning the players that he has and picking the best i mean i don't think he's in psv last year right i don't think he knows every single player in mefica if, if other than youtube right he, i don't think yep. he's watching mefica games throughout the season so so for him coming in i think it's it's it needs the time with all these players to find out who he can trust and bring into the to the final team so i i have no problem with it and and like you said klopp has a lot of signings that came into liverpool yeah. everybody and he's gonna pick the best team and, and are we are we questioning klopp no nobody's questioning klopp exactly right so so but it's all about the portuguese media that's why i'm telling you like schmidt has to get ready for this kind of stuff i kind of i kind of agree with oscar i i i just think feel like he wants to see the players with his eyes and and probably pick like Oscar said, pick the best squad. Pick the I think he wants twenty seven players. Pick the best twenty seven out yeah. of that group, and I and that number is even going to go larger, unless we start <laughs> unloading some players. Correct. Yeah. So we, we, he does. He, I think he understands he has to make some cuts, and I've heard rumors that I think the, some of the cuts are coming soon. So some players yeah. are going to be on the market pretty soon. So, but he got to see them in training and how they prepare for games and stuff like that. So I think it's good for him to see visibly. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, I agree. I agree with what Oscar said. I mean, this, Schmidt's coming in. He doesn't know these players, so he wants to get his first good look at them. And what better way than to get them out of Portugal in a, in a training session in England, putting everyone together, running them through the drills and what he expects and getting getting his own look at, at the players. I think it's common. I, I think it's pretty common. I, I don't think there's anything unusual about it, especially because Benfica does also have a lot of players. Um, but I do agree with some of what the media was saying. I forget who it was. I was I was uh, listening to it. Like this is a shortened. This is more of a shortened preseason than even last year. And last year was already short. And you have a span of I you know I think it would, I think it's four weeks or just just under four weeks to 
get your final squad in place. And, and you cannot do that with 38 players. You have to trim the fat a lot quicker um, to get to, because you want at least two, two solid weeks with your final, you know, your final squad. So you can just work them over and over again. So I do believe that they got to trim the fat and they got to trim the fat pretty quickly. Um, I don't know how, you know, I don't know how that's going to work, right? I don't know if they can sell them off quick enough or if they're going to have to go to, you know, work on their own. I have a question, Kenny. What about, say, we have players coming in right now. Enzo's showing up tomorrow, right? What if Enzo has great chemistry with, say, uh, Red Baron just said Gabriel. What if they have, like, this chemistry that nobody's expecting to have? Like, Gabriel had Osamadis. Nobody expected Osamadis or Gabriel to have this uh, chemistry, and they had it together, right? So why get rid of the trim the fat right away and then comes the player that that possibly could have had an awesome chemistry in the midfield with another player that just cut because in the past he didn't have a chemistry with anybody else like i think I, it's him he has to see that for himself and 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 he doesn't know gabriel from a, a hole in the wall guarantee right yeah but you also can't you can't i also believe that you cannot have a legit training session with 38 players you just don't you you are not going to get a good feel for who your final you know starting 11 and backups are going to be you, you but do you not work. think? Do you not think that he went on this trip knowing who his core? Like I'm of the opinion. I, I was just about to say that. Like from the open, from the open practice, and the starting eleven to this game, he has a core group of guys that he has already marked down, saying these. This is my core. Now I need to figure out who and, my and, next and, and possibly fifteen whatever guys are. Like possibly the ahead. guys that started were. I'm pretty, I didn't watch the training session, but they were saying it was the team that was in that were wearing the pinnies, the yellow pinnies, the same eleven. Uh, I think it was. I think it was mixed. No, because was, sec- second half. No, was, they said the team that started was, was the team that won on the other game. Correct. The team that started against Reading was the team that won the scrimmage. Yeah, yeah and but it's if you look, I, if I you can... look at our squad, does that team that started against Reading not pretty damn close to probably our strongest eleven? No, no, really? No. But there's no, like no. six or seven internationals. We, no we, had, we had juniors on the CD position. We have like yeah. the Mendy on. I'm not saying they're that they're, they're the starting they're 11. They're I'm saying it's pretty close. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think it's close. Enzo goes into the starting 11, right? Enzo goes into the starting 11. I think the 11 that started are the 11 players. I don't even think you had a starting center back in there yet. No, he didn't. Yeah, none of the no. setting center backs are there. No, but they were late. They, they just got. They, they got. got they there. got there. Yeah. The, all the internationals just got there. But I'm of the opinion that he traveled there, knowing these are my core. These are the guys that I plan to get rid of. But I want to take everyone together to give everyone a, a a chance. Right. Right. Like we haven't seen Gabriel in the training. Right. Like we are probably sure that he's not going to stay. Right. He knows exactly. who's going to stay and who's not. Right. So even though we have 38, he's not working with 38 right day to day right these guys are probably off to the side working their own thing staying fit so they can place them somewhere else so they're not just sitting at home you know hanging out right, right. and at the end of the day right if 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 a team that's looking to buy some of these players gabriel for example says you know they left them at home right they want five million we're going to give them two million because clearly he doesn't count for them right so i think it de- it, it devalues your asset Mike, I, just, just, I, I agree with that. Just like you said, just like you said, he kind of already has an idea of what his core is going to be. Correct. A lot of these players that are also there already have their like, their, 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 their they know their their, their uh, passports already going somewhere else. 100%. They already know who's leaving. So that's my point, which I not not my point, but I I tend to agree with what some of the media is saying is like 
why waste your time with a, a huge a huge 38 uh, man squad when you already kind of have an idea and you want to because to me i want to work with the guys that are going to be there through the season i want them to be in shape ready to go it's going to be a long season hopefully with with many games and you need to work them into your system not work with guys that are not going to be part of your system they may fit they may not they might be gone so i agree with some some of what they were saying as in like because it's a shortened preseason you got to trim trim the roster to the right amount because we all know that i think it's i think he wants what was the number that they said like 27 that's a lot of players you got to get rid of to get to 27 and you got to do it quick because you do want that cohesiveness you know with like a full two weeks solid of just that main squad. Yeah. When when did this preseason start? Like that's the first question. It, and and a, we, right, a week weeks. and a half ago. So he tried to cut the fat in a week and a half. That he's been working with the players. I think that's way too short. Dude, I think you, you only to... have like two weeks. You only have two weeks before the season starts. Right, so he's he's not even halfway through. He's not even yeah, halfway I think, through. I think this. I think after the Algarve Cup this weekend, we'll start to see um, a few guys on their way out. Um, I want to jump to the next topic quickly, but uh, I just want to address a few comments here. Tiago Tavares, porque falam inglês. Este é o nosso podcast em inglês. O podcast em português com painel diferente é quarta-feira às 21 horas, hora de Portugal. Mas estás à vontade de participar aqui no nosso podcast em inglês. Podes deixar os teus comentários em português. Nós todos percebemos e podemos abordar as tuas opiniões e as tuas questões. Um, Red Baron says, of course, he knows he's going to cut 90% of the team is chosen, give or take. Uh, Tiago says, no fundo, podemos afirmar que o treinador quer dar uma igual oportunidade para todos para, para no final demonstrar que a decisão final foi calculada, justa e igual para I agree. todos. 100% I agree. agree. 100% agree. That's my point. I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I agree with his last comment that by, by the Algarve, when's the Algarve Cup? This, this weekend? This weekend, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we'll be down to like probably 31, 32 players easily. Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt that. Um, all right, quickly. I mean, again, there's not much to talk about this, but uh, Reading zero, Benfica two. Starting eleven in that game was Elton Leite, Gilberto Morato, Antonio Silva, uh, a youth player who has looked pretty good. Grimaldo on the left, Florentino Weigel double pivot in the midfield. Uh, João Mario playing a little bit further up. Rafa David Neres wide, Enrique Araujo in the first half. In the second half, uh, they Yo, swapped. That's your, that's your 11 that you, you said. <laughs> in the second half, uh, he There's swapped everyone out. There's many changes in there. Watch. Dude, come on. That's my loop. That's my loop. The center backs six, will change. The this. center backs will change and probably the striker. And the right back will change. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know about that. The, probably won't start. Like the second half, he went with Samuel Suarez. Uh, ba. Tomás Araújo, André Almeida, centre-back Ristich on the left, Maite, Paulo Bernardo, Chiquinho, Pizzi, Gil Dias, and Diego Moreira. He didn't play with a, a, a striker. Um, Diego Moreira was basically kind of roaming around as, as a false striker. Um, Jay, I'm going to start with you. Uh, did you anyone jump out to you? Anyone excite you? I know that I mentioned Antonio Silva has kind of jumped out. Uh, ba got a goal well, and an assist. Yeah, the youth. Anyone jump out to you? Anyone stand up? Again, it was the first preseason game, official one, so we can't have too high of expectations, but did anyone jump out from a positive or a negative? To me, it was Florentino in the midfield. I, I thought he played really well. Um, I also liked how we pressed really high when they had the ball. Um, in the first half, we I thought we did a lot better than in the, than the second half. 
But I, I to me, Antonio Silva played really well. Um, Florentino really, to me, impressed in the midfield. He was winning a lot of balls, disrupting play and pushing the ball forward. Um, Nettis didn't really do anything for me, to be honest. Um, you can see there's something there, but I just think that he was off, possibly. Rafa was still good today in that game as well. Uh, but to me, like, the surprises was Antonio Silva. Like, he was a kid in Florentino coming back. He looked a little bit stronger. Um, but th- those two those two guys impressed me. And, yeah. I mean, Bob, Bob played good, too, in the second half. You, you could tell he likes to go up. He likes to go forward. A lot faster than Gilberto, but <laughs> you, you, you do have to do that all game if you're going to play that yeah. position. So, I mean, you yep. saw how bad Gilberto struggled in the beginning, and now he kind of has his legs underneath him. But, I, I mean, I thought, and <laughs> I hate to say it, PZ. <laughs> I was with it. It's against fucking Reading. Guys, let's not over fucking <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. Hey, wait, not, what, 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 did someone name me? Does anyone know who Reading threw out there on the fucking No, no idea. I didn't know any of those guys. What, what are we talking about here? But the only no, one I know I'm is Collins. I'm just talking about the players that I saw. About, yeah, we're talking about people that impressed us. That's the question. Like, I, it could have been against high school. I don't care who impressed us. Shit. <laughs> easy didn't, didn't look against the scrimmage against the uh, blacks. Yeah, you know, one of the. Kenny, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass <laughs> well, the ball to you. Well, you're passing the ball to someone who didn't even watch the game, so I really don't even know. Yeah, then why really you can the highlights? Why talking negative? The highlights, negative. The highlights that I tried to find on online are like the, the shittiest highlights. I, I, you can't even really see. Yeah, there weren't, game, there weren't many highlights. Game was yeah, able so, to, yeah, I mean, I, I I can't really I can't speak no, on the game. I mean, it's, that's fine. It's, it was. It is what it is. I'm glad we won, right? It would have been terrible if we lost that game. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you a question that doesn't necessarily need your have to have seen the game. Is right? Jay mentioned that we we played a high press, right? It was a lot of times where Enrique Rujo was literally on the edge of the box, yeah, waiting for the goalie to make a play so they can all press together. And we did that for about 30 minutes, and naturally the team dropped off first physical uh, first game. But I'm gonna ask you this question. I saw it come up a lot, Kenny. Is right? We got Tino in the midfield. Um, whether he starts or not is, is indifferent. I saw that there was rumors that Roger Schmidt likes him. Um, I, I thought he looked, he looked good. good. Um, right. I was, we were talking to Jay and it seemed like everything that I was saying, Jay was thinking. So it was like, I was reading his mind. We got, we agreed on a lot of things in terms of that game. But do you think that Weigel's lack of press, Weigel's lack of mobility, Weigel's lack of speed could be a detriment to him in this squad if Roger Schmidt, that we know, right? We saw it at PSV. We saw it at Leverkusen. He likes to play, you know, guns blazing, right? Team has to move quick together. That's why he went to go get a player like Ba, a player like Ristich, guys that are just flying north to south. Let's get moving. Let's get pressing. Let's get tight. Do you think that's going to impact a guy like Weigel? And and I'll ask Oscar the same thing after a guy like Joel Mario, but I'll start with you, Kenny. Uh, I think it'll affect Joel Mario more than Weigel. I think I think Weigel can can adapt to that style, and and, and if, if there's anyone that is willing to put in that that work and that effort, it's you know for a German code for his compatriot, right? Would be would be Weigel. So I I think Joao Mati will struggle more. I think Joao Mati is more more style of just laid back, kind of um, you know just sit and pass, uh, and he's just more 
don't know, he doesn't have that fire under him like Vigel. Like Vigel in, in, against in Classicos and in, in Derbies is a machine. He fucking he's there just like off the Mendy fucking guns blazing. So I don't think that'll be a a detriment for him. Um, one thing that one thing I'll say though about Enrique Araujo, I think he's he's like the real deal. And I'm not like a youth guy. I'm the first guy to be, you know, to get off, you know, jump off that ship. But I really do think, out of all the four, you know, the the Nelson, Oli, what's his name, Nelson Olivares, the Ramos, all these guys, I actually think Raju has a legit chance at, at being like like a 15, 16 goal scorer this season. Um, so I really like the kid. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Tiago Sestino pode ter uma segunda vida. Weigel tem que ficar. Tiago says, João Mario é que pode não dar. Um, Red Baron says, I don't that, have a good feeling. I but, think in that, like, that formation, the double pivots aren't like, they're more there for like security to the back line. And when we're breaking on the counter, I think it's João Mario that's going to struggle with getting up the field, getting the ball, getting it out quick. Like the double pivots, yeah, they're going to get the ball, but it, they're not going to be expected to make the 70 60 yard runs to be supporting your wingers and your strikers i think that's that is on the, the 10 and i i don't know if joan mario can do that do bill do you think what did anyone jump out to you in this game negative or positive i liked i liked how netis started it, it showed flashes but then he just he faded like to doing a freaking bystander in that game um you mean like Everton? Um, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it's just like on the well, other side, though. On the other side, this guy's been sitting in Brazil for what, like six, seven months because of the war in Ukraine. So I'm hoping it's just a little rust. He needs to knock it off. Um, didn't, he, didn't he just make a comment too that he doesn't? Want, he said something like, "I don't want to be known as the star on the team." Like, there's a lot of good players here. Or he said that we don't have any superstars. We have a lot of good players. Is what yeah. he said. Something like after, but after someone asked him if he's if he if he looks at himself as a superstar. Oh, I didn't hear the original yeah, question. I, I just he said, he said no, no temos news, meaning like he's yeah. now like he's trying to be everything his level, which is good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but it was, it was it he, was he is the most laid back looking guy I've ever fucking seen, dude. He, he looks like looks, he's always high. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and like I mean, like you guys have said, Florentino looked good. Um, ba looked like a fucking rocket dude there has a fast as fuck up that wing he scored that he... goal on the edge of the six yard box as a right back yeah <laughs> just think about that right backs hanging out in the edge of the top of the six well he made that run and then you put the ball in the i know but like the fact going. that he gets there yeah he knew uh, that pz was gonna assist him yeah, yeah. He Oscar, no, pass it to you. Anyone, anyone, <laughs> jump out to you and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say PZ because because obviously I know we all know what PZ can bring to the table. He brings a little magic and they toy brought to the table. So let's welcome back PZ. And now, now who brought who brought who who surprised me? I liked the offensively. I liked Ba right because of his speed. Obviously, we didn't see enough from him defensively because reading or reading whatever the team is 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 not a team that's gonna that's gonna attack reading. us. Reading, <laughs> reading. I'm gonna clip it, clip that. Yeah. In. We know what to do with that one. <laughs> I don't. 
they're, they're not a team that's going to give us problems off- like on our back end. So like I think I think offensively looked really good. Let's see what happens in the in the the Algarve Cup. Like and he'll be tested a little bit more time, a little bit more. Now regarding John Mario, I I agree that he needs to play in a in a in a middle three. I don't know if Schmidt is going to. He said he's going to be a number ten. So if we have Vigo and we have Enzo, he has to be a, a third middle a, a, a third player in the middle field, right? Because he's the one saying that he's going to play a number ten. So I think with that formation, playing three in the middle, like a triangle, I think João Mario is, is okay. I think João Mario will do totally fine because he can he, he can play number eight, number in ten, and switch with Enzo. And then those three guys right there are both are all of them are pretty good offensively and good defensively. Vigo being more 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 defensively, those two other guys going more offensively. So I think that that triangle right there is good. And then when João Mario starts sucking. We have Pizaldino to go into number ten, so I lo- I'm looking forward to this t- triangle in the middle. So, so, so then we're not going to sign anyone. We're done making signings. Well, who, who, who who's who's uh, who's been talked about? Like I don't I don't even know if we have a number we'll another get, midfielder. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's the next yeah. the next topic here. Um, all right, just quickly on some comments here. Red Baron had said I don't have a good feeling about Joe Mario at number ten. Um, he also said, continue to say that Vigo results much better with a middle field with three, and that will not happen with Roger Smith. Uh, Tiago says, another player that can't fit anywhere, Gonçalo Ramos, to play a 9, I have immense doubts, Neres has been waiting for a long time, we have to give him time. I agree. Um, and bomb matches, uh, Neres better, Gilberto is too slow, and he even stole the ball from Neres on like three occasions. They did seem out of sync, again, but it's the first game of the season, preseason, we need to give it time. We need to give them, uh, you know, the benefit of the doubt. They just started working with each other, um, so we'll see. But, what but, comes but with that. you know who played good with with Bob? PZ's back heel. <laughs> He's so yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Against who? Reading. <laughs> reading. Yeah, probably reading. reading yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, last topic here: transfer market. Uh, there's been a lot of movement here. Um, and let me just bring it up. So Benfica's arrivals. Uh, let me just see here quickly. We had David Neres, who came from Shakhtar, João Vitor from Corinthians, Alexander Ba from Slavia Praga, Petar Musa from Boavista, Mihailo Ristich from Montpellier, um, Carlos Vinicius came back, Tiago Dantas came back, Sherman Conti came back. Um, we're still talking about some others. We'll talk about departures quickly, the ones that stand out. Um, Jota went to Celtic. Uh, definitively, Everton went to Flamengo. Darwin Nunez went to Liverpool, and Jetson Fernandes was sold to uh, Besiktas. Um, there's a lot to talk here, talk about here. And and Bill, I'll start with you. Is uh, right. We have all these signings. Um, we're still uh, in conversations with Ricardo Arta. There's a potential that Grimaldo leaves. Um, we haven't offloaded some of the players that we believe, as fans, are not going to stick around. Um, I'll start with this based on what we've done so far business wise. And again, I'm opening this up to, to everyone that's watching. Uh, so please join the conversation and, and ask your questions is based on everything that we've done so far, the business that we've done confirmed, not speculation. Do you think that we're still missing something? Or do you my think that con- we have what we need? My I, only concern oh, would be like, we, we just touched on that, that number 10 role, right? Like I, I still, I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on Jean Mati being able to fulfill that role um, for the entire season. Outside of that, um, I mean, again, if Grimaldo leaves, I think we have to look at the market and potentially get another left back. 
but the work we've done, I think we've filled uh, areas that we needed to look at. And I think they, I mean, credit to them for doing it quickly, but it's, it's the areas that at the end of last season, we all kind of felt like we need to improve on and they've, they've done it. Um, I've liked what they've done so far. I think the players they brought in, the profile of the players um, is kind of what the, this new era is the new project right there. For the most part, they're all young. I think Ristich might be the oldest. I think uh, the rest of them are like early twenties. I think he might be like mid twenties, but yeah, for the most part, you're, we're buying young players that I've had um, some promising seasons, but there's huge upside to them. Okay. Oscar, are you happy with what we've done? Do you think we're missing anything? Oh, he stepped on. I'm his happy we're missing. Like, I think I think Neres is a player that's going to be on the left side, right? I'm assuming because Rafa is going to be on the right. right. Was that going to be vice versa? He was on the I right. Be vice versa. They switched. They switched. But again, they they could interchange. They could play. So so I'm I'm just thinking, who's going to be the sub for those guys? I think we have Diogo Gonzalez on one side, and then who's the other? Moreira. Diogo. Yeah, Diogo Moreira. Right. So I think we need to fill something that that gap there is is missing unless they're trying to kind of and maybe that's why they're still keeping PZ around or 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 Jean I don't know. I, it could be it could be because we don't have if Neta starts sucking, we don't have a guy that can play in that position other than you. I'm going to put Gil there. Gonna, <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, all right. So so I think that position is that uh, we should be worried about it because we don't know when how Ned is going to come into the com- competition. He's been sitting for six months, so I think that that position is one that I worries me. Okay, Jay. Any concerns? You think we're missing anything? My concern is the striker position. Um, this we lost. Well, we lost our goal scorer. We yeah. we have. Sefirovic, who hasn't really played. Uh, we have a kid, Enrique Rujo, which we have high promise for. Um, Gustavo Ramos, who's about to probably get sold. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't Okay, but you have, you have Chuck, but like, what did he do last year? Did he impress you? Because he didn't impress me last year. What the so Darwin to the year me, before that? Yeah. How Darwin, Darwin, impress you? Darwin, Darwin to me had flashes in more than Chuck did in his first year. Chuck's so, been more successful internationally. He didn't, Chuck didn't really okay, get cool. much of a chance. I'm not either. talking about international. I'm talking about Benfica. I'm talking about yeah, what he's done at Benfica. He has more of a track record to turn it around. I don't think, to me, it's my concern. I mean, you can have a different <laughs> concern. But to me, that's my concern. We lost. We lost. We lost the best. We lost our goal scorer. We lost our best player. In my opinion, we lost our best player, and we didn't fill that position with anyone except for that Musa kid. And. I, who knows? Maybe he ends up being just like Darwin, or maybe like there's a diamond in the rough, or maybe that uh, Ruju kid plays really well. But to me, that's my concern. I You're know, not a fan of Pino? Huh? I, know Mike, I know Mike loves Pino. <laughs> yeah, Pino is so good. Um, <laughs> I yeah, but, that but, one. But, but, but Tank, I'm, so I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, though. It's, it's one time in – Probably that you should be in favor of the strikers because two of them are the youth guys. So like, like, are you for the youth or you're not for the youth? So we be going. No, it's not. Discussion? It's not that. But I'm not saying it's not. I'm not for the youth, but I need to see it. Like <laughs> that's what I've been good... saying for the last three years, and you've been arguing with me. <laughs> well, but what? 
about you giving chance to the youth, and I mean, I hate to see. Like, yeah, but, them okay, but like, I, no, you you last two years were talking shit about Darwin, and then Darwin shut you up, and you hundred percent. So you need, so, so give the guy so time. That, that's what I was talking about. I, now Enrique Rujo has a good track record. He's doing great. He's done great. I he hasn't like he did all right for that game that he a few games that he played up in the eighteen last year. But this is gonna be a full season at the eighteen, and to me, that's a concern. It, you, you're gonna need like. Everyone struggles their first professional season. Everyone's seen it. I think it's we lost our best player. He played at number nine position. He scored a lot of goals for us, and that's a big void. It, regardless, Stefanovic was on the team and he didn't like he didn't do anything. Chuck was on the team. He really didn't score that much. But it's to me, it's a concern. I, I, and I, I have a, I, it's and I, it's valuable. So I have a question for you. Say we lost Darwin, right? This year, Chuck was not with us, but we got Chuck this year to replace Darwin. Would you be concerned still? Yeah, because I don't know anything really about Chuck. Well, so you don't know Chuck, dude. What, what did you know about Chuck <laughs> before the Ukraine? I played you Euros. What did you know before he scored that goal in the Euros? Euros, in the Euros whatever. Yeah, well, what did you know about him before that? Nothing. I don't, and international players, Nothing. I kind of only see from international. We knew less. Sleep. We knew less about Darwin, and we were, yeah, we were fine with hundred percent. We've yeah, but, I, but the way... Oh, you watch second bro, division Spain. When, I guarantee when I saw Darwin play, When I saw Darwin play, and I've seen Yadam Chuck play, he doesn't convince me. Like, Darwin used to convince me, like, yo, he's got something in them. Like, I saw flashes. I don't see anything from Chuck. I've seen him put tap-ins. I've seen a few tap-ins from him. And that, a header. I, I mean, I, we have I, one striker that misses. Me, to me, I just want to see it. I want to see it. Like, okay, maybe... Maybe you guys are right. Maybe Chuck has like a fucking fifty goal season. Who knows? Like I don't know. <laughs> and, but, but you saw me, that's a concern. But you, but you saw. You didn't play that good last year. We lost our best player in that position. I don't but know you why. Saw, that's you saw. You saw flashes from Enrique Rujo last year, right? As a few times that he came in and played. Yeah, but to so Oscar, flash to be honest, you saw Oscar, to be honest, I don't even know if he's gonna start. I think he's gonna start Chuck. Of course, yeah, Chuck's fine. Of course, Chuck's gonna start. Okay, and yeah, that doesn't concern you. Oh, you, you have so much confidence that Chuck's gonna score every single game, or he's gonna no, score. So, so, he's gonna score thirty plus goals. He's gonna so, score thirty plus goals this when season. It, are you when, that, it comes, are you that, when it's are you my that turn, concern? when it's my turn, yeah, I'm, you're actually gonna be surprised <laughs> at what I'm gonna say. Chuck, uh, just Chuck was our third best scorer. He had nine goals. Um, first Rafa season. was Rafa was second. Darwin was first, and Chuck Hold didn't on. play much second half of the season. Hold on, and how many? And that's all games or just uh, league games? That's all games. Okay, how many? How many did Darwin have his first season? Just he probably in had one Europa. No, 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 just just in the league. I think he only had like six. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you right now. I Darwin, think it was six, six goals, five assists. Darwin, the year before, he had a total of thirteen goals across all competitions. But what, what about in the league? Because Yarmouchuk uh, only really played league. I think. Hold on, I got it right here. Hold on. I think he only had like six goals. 20 yeah, yeah. 21, he had five. Five. Five goals and 10 assists. That's um, why we were champions of what, two years ago. Whoa. But I, but I, listen, I agree with, with Jay in the sense of, right, you're getting rid of 30 plus goals across all competitions. Yes. And where are you going to fill that void, right? Do we have a player that's going to be able to give us that same output? Or is that going to have to be split between two or three players? So I think. Statistically, I completely agree with Jay's concern, right? Because you can't get rid of thirty-something goals and not find them somewhere else, right? They're, Hopefully, they're, there's they're, they're naturally going to come from someone. We're we not going to go. Hey, you know, ask, we're ask, not going to go. A, we're ask, not going to go a season without scoring 
Like, why, why, no, no, I agree. Why, why don't you guys ask? Let's go, let's go across the border and ask uh, our, our Real Madrid across fans. The border. What border do you want to cross? Mexico? No, no, no. The Sp- Spanish, oh, the Spanish border. The Spanish right, border. So, and ask Real Madrid what they did to get rid of when they had to replace 50 goals of Ronaldo when Ronaldo left. Look, look who started shining. Someone yeah. has to People has to come up and, and step Correct. up. Correct, but Real Madrid has different resources than they think it does. Yeah, Spain, Spanish league is a different league than Portuguese league. So yeah, the, the resources can be a little, a little less worth. I'd say it's easier to score in Portugal. Kenny, that's what I mean. What do you think we're missing? So, <clears throat> thank. I do agree with you that that we are. I think. Look at this a, a new forward. season, and the brothers agree with each other. This never happened. We got a new Oscar. We got the brothers agreeing with each other. This is fucking it's beautiful. So, well, I agree oh, with Tank that amazing. I think we could use another forward, but not for the reasons that, that he's saying. I think we could use another forward for depth because I don't think Seth's going to be here. I don't think uh, Pinu's going to be here. So I really think we, we're stuck with three contenders: Yarmchuk, Araujo, and Musa. And I think we could use a fourth just to kind of round out the squad. Put some more, you know, have kind of, you know, two setups, right? Two, two, two starting guys and two kind of backups in case of injuries and other things. So I do think that another forward would benefit the team. But I think the major major hole in the team right now is in the midfield still. And just because in the past two years, our midfield has completely sucked. And I know we've we've enforced it with Enzo. Um, you know, Joao Madu last year, he came on. We still have Weigel. But I still think we're missing some more players in the midfield, just, even just for depth, but also I think we're missing a, a number 10 in this formation. Um, I don't know if – I know Ricardo Horta, I guess, is more of a winger, but I think he can kind of fill out that position in the midfield. Um, uh, Roger Schmidt was going after – I mean, I think he clearly wants a number 10. Like, he went after Gotze. Gotze missed out. He wants Ricardo Horta. Ricardo Horta still hasn't come on. Um I think I heard a rumor that we were trying to trade Grimaldo for a midfielder from Lyon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't really know the guy, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's a number 10 as well. So he clearly, is. Roger is looking for another midfielder, a, a 10 to fill out his squad. Um, because I don't think, like, I think Paulo Bernardo is a good, you know, backup player. Um, you know, Martin Neto, Rafael Brito, those are kids that can kind of, again, round out the, the roster as, as backups. Brito is a Merito. Yeah, he oh, he already left. On. All yeah. right. Um, I don't, I didn't even ask. I know Mike's not a, a number ten, but did Mike even play in uh at, in Reading against? He played in the second half. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he's going to be on the team. I think he's still a good body to have on the squad. But again, I think we need more players. There's going to be a lot of games, hopefully, and we're going to need more more solid players in that midfield. Or else, really, if you look at it, you've really only Enzo is really the only addition to that to that well, midfield. You know. I think he's going to get a spot. It'd be interesting to see if he starts. Um, it's so inconsistent. I mean, the kid's been on and off. Every preseason he's here, then he's gone. I, I don't know what to say with the kid. And, and the team he like plays for, like, he doesn't even play. The he's, been he's, been low, he's been loaned up yeah. the last two years. And what, yeah, how, but how, how many games but he, he hasn't, he hasn't, hasn't played, played at, at all? The team, okay, but yeah. He's on the team. I think he's going to make the team, to be honest. But I think he'll be on the team as well, whether he plays or not. Again, another backup, but I think we need a starter there. I think we need another starter. Yeah, well, so we how have. People, so, how many people do you guys want to start in the midfield? Three. He's going to start with three. He's going to yeah, start with but two. If he, starts with, if he starts with three, he can't play two forwards. He, no, he doesn't. He plays a 140. He plays a 4 2 3 1. When he was at PSV, yeah. Zahavi was a striker. 
So you you may not so, you may so not need buy another striker. If you have three strikers, you're probably gonna ride with those. Correct. Three. In a in a one in a one striker formation. And obviously he's gonna alternate throughout unless, the season depending on situations, but unless his, he does, his formation's one. Unless unless he does what like uh Nelson Verissimo did last year with Gonzalo Ramos kind of played that false nine, like he was playing behind the forward, right? Um, I don't know if any of the other guys can do that. I don't know if uh that's their plan. I think that's their plan with Ricardo Duarte because Ricardo Duarte can play as a striker and he can play as that yeah. second striker. There you go. Right. And that's why I don't think Gonzalo Ramos is going to stay because I don't think he fits the profile that right. Roger Schmidt wants. Um, and I think if we get a good enough offer for him, he's going to see the door. Uh, just quickly in the comments here, a few different questions or comments. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Alfredo Mabras uh, from Benfica podcast. Yes. Um, Tell Cristiano I said hi. Uh, he says he doesn't think Chuk fits uh, Roger Schmidt's system. He said Gonzalo needs uh, Red Baron says Gonzalo needs to step up. He Alfredo said uh, Ozil is free. No, as an Arsenal fan, like keep him keep him as far away from this team as possible. Uh, Kenny mentioned that Grimaldo and Lyon Benfica wanted to include Grimaldo in the potential deal for uh, Oar who is in his final year of contract. Arsenal was after him a year ago. They wanted like $30 million, um, But now Lyon didn't want to include him in the trade with Grimaldo. Um, but that leads me to my next two questions, um, and I'll open it up to whoever wants to answer first, is should Benfica walk away from this Ricardo Arta bullshit? Like, it just seems like we're running in place. They're playing games. Like, do we just pull the plug and go find someone else? And and Alfredo Formosa said here in the comments, we can get someone way better than Ricardo Duarte for three quarters of the of the money that Salvador's looking for. Do I mean, what's, what do what's you guys been think? Rumored is like I feel like we're paying way too much. Twenty right? million. Like, he wants twenty I've, million and like two players or eighteen million and two players. But the I've problem seen is like. He, he owns like one percent of the goddamn players. Yeah, so he's not. I've seen like we've offered like thirteen plus Diogo plus Gil Diaz plus someone like. Have you found yeah, Gil Diaz sucks and fucking, whatever. But like it's, I still think it's like way too much for fucking Ricardo Horta. I feel like we could probably go find someone else somewhere else for for cheaper. The last offer I saw was fifteen mil plus. Two players, and I believe it was like Diogo and Gil Diaz. Do you guys so do that much. deal, or do we just, or do we the just fifteen walk away? mils too much? much? In my How opinion, much? last I saw was fifteen mil plus two players, which the two players that they had mentioned was no. Gil Diaz and Diogo Gonzalez. I mean, Gil Diaz and Diogo can go, but plus another fifteen on top of that—that's ridiculous. Fifteen mils too much. Didn't we pay like fifteen Rafa was like sixteen million, I think. Yeah. They don't yeah. have to Sanchez just go for ten million to. That's the rumor. It's not official, but that's the rumor. Ten mil. Jesus Christ! I mean, there's Probably definitely the... bar- there's definitely bargains up there, right? Yeah, but you can't you can't pay your yeah. salary. It's a yeah. salary. No, 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 I'm just yeah. I, but I'm yeah. just saying there's there's, comparing. Yeah. there's clearly yeah. better. There's clearly uh, I'm sure you could find a deal somewhere. I just don't know the market and what's out there and what's yeah. available, right? Uh, but do you want? I I mean I do. Here's what I like about Ricardo. He's in the league. He knows the pressure uh, of Benfica. He he knows he's he's in, you know he played for Braga he's he's been in the in the you know top four running for uh, champion or Champions League whatever you want European League he knows the pressure so I think there's a there's a benefit to having him versus another outsider that has to kind of adapt to the league I mean do you want 
whatever. I he's mean, proven. You, like he's a proven yeah, player he's a in the league. Player. You'll feel confident but, with him there. But I agree but, with what Tag was saying. But he's not me, worth. You, to he's me, not worth buy, the twenty mil or whatever. You buy yeah, I, would, I think when you, buy, when you when you buy a player over fifteen million, I think you have to make money off that player. And I don't think Bifika will make money off of he's, this. If, if they pay for twenty he's million, Bifika will, will make their money back on that. He's going to be twenty-eight in September. Exactly. Yeah. So, so exactly. you don't think when, when's his contract up? Um, I think he's got like three years left. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, I I think eventually the player's got to, you know, push if he wants to get out of there. He's got to push for it too. I think you don't you don't overpay. You kind of you just deal with the drama. And 20, with 2026. Yeah, I mean, there's no way he wants to stay there until 2026. He's got to force the hand eventually. Yeah. Um, Oscar, do you have an opinion on this? You've been quiet. Yeah, because I know I know what you guys are going to say, so I'd rather stay be quiet because I think we have the player to match Ortiz characteristics <laughs> at home, so I just will stay quiet. But do you – no, honestly, no. And, like, again, this is part of the discussion. Do you think – do you honestly think that – Wait, wait, I'm wait, wait, wait. can I just ask something? Does his name rhyme with Yeezy? Yeah. Probably no. His name is Peasy. Peasy. <laughs> do you do you honestly think that Peasy has the similar characteristics and the and the possibility to put out the same output that Ricardo Arte can put in? As have I seen it? Yeah. Does he have it? Yeah. I mean, he. he you plays, think today he does? The, char- the characteristics, well, yes, but I don't think the Peasy that we saw four years ago, it's not the same. Like the Peasy. No, the no, I mean, PZ like, is listen, not the same, and I don't. We think don't, we can... don't, we don't, we don't know that because after Juzush came in, PZ changed, right? So let let and let let if this guy gives him a chance, we can see PZ again. I don't know, maybe we will. And that's why that's why I like this guy giving people chances because he might he might have in house what he's looking for outside. I'm, 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 to be I'm honest, gonna, like, I'm, 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 I'm not I'm not even going to disagree with Oscar on that one. I I think. Oh Jesus, Mike! No. What's going no, no, on? Listen, here? I, I don't want. I, I don't want. I, I I personally don't want Arte on Benfica. I don't. I don't think he's. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's worth what. What we are probably going to pay for him, and Oscar does bring a good point because he has similar characteristics to what P, how PZ plays. PZ won't get you more money. You, like you, same thing. Same thing. Basically, same thing. you're not going to pay anything, and you have the player. But to me, I, I think they I, I'd rather not have either one of them on the team and hope someone new comes in. But who knows, dude? Who knows what Ricosta is going to do? Just oh, curious, man. and this is this is not to be a dick, but what 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 ended up of PZ in uh where was he in in Turkey? Yeah, like, yeah, dude, dude, you guys talk a shit about Florida team. You probably didn't even play a game. Yeah, no, 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 I'm no, just curious. No, I really don't know. No. Oscar like, canceled guys, his jersey after the second. Dude, the this third guy, game. this guy was loaned for for six months, right? For like, you think a team is gonna adapt a team around a player that's going to be there for like five months? No, he's gonna. He played a few games, came in as a as a sub because he was on loan, guaranteed. For we paid this whole salary because we had to get rid of him for the last the rest of the year. He didn't start he played, many games. He played 10 games at Bazak Shakir. He scored one goal, one assist, and he had 256 minutes. He averaged 25 minutes a game. Nossa, senora. Sick. <laughs> uh, we're, we're coming down to the end here. We got about seven minutes left. Um, I want to ask you guys one more question. Someone comes in. Rumor is that Arsenal's ready to come in and soup for Grimaldo. Yeah. The rumor is $7 million. If Arsenal presents a formal offer of seven million for Grimaldo last year of his contract, do you sell him 
um, or do you keep him in hopes that he's a part of the core? We qualify for Champions League. We make the money that we get from Champions League, which outweighs the seven million, and he ends up walking next year. Or you try to convince him to stay by the end of the year. Can I start? Can I? Yeah. Go ahead. Can I just want to say I think I think we owe it to Arsenal after the the robbery. <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit. Eight eight million. I think, yeah, I, I think we we owe it to them to just you know sign and, and really. I I really do think we'll we'll end up if we don't let him go now, we're not gonna. He's gonna go for free, so I think you take take what you can get out of it. Take it or run, Bill Oscar. I say I, I say it, I no. take it and go and go get Rafael Guerrero. Yeah, right. It's too much dude, money. They want stop, twenty million. Dude, today, I think you've been that's drinking. Right. I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you fleece the mushroom. Norman doesn't want him. That's the rumor. I actually heard that rumor. Yeah, it was, but he. Yeah, was, but he, yeah, he, 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 he wants too much money. You would have Gonzalo Ramos trade. You want you you would have to pay unless they do a lot to Mendy deal where they pay a salary for the next three years because we can't afford that kind of contract. No, no, no. I I say I say look if this dude players tend to respond positively to good results. If Benfica makes Champions League, if Benfica has a good run in the league and all that, the team looks like it unites itself, right? I think Grimaldo is, is essential for Benfica's uh, team. I mean, we're going to put him Resic, whatever his name is, that came in. Like, I don't even know how that guy is, right? So who else is going to have? Uh, go into the market right now and try to get a, sec- a, a, a replacement last minute? I say Grimaldo stays. Seven million is not going to make or break the freaking Benfica's bank. So, so write him out. Hopefully, he changes his mind and renews with the team. And next year, he goes for more money. I, that's a, the, to me the most sensible thing to do. That's fair. Many people have uh, had that I, same I opinion. Don't think he renews. I don't think he renews. Yeah, I don't think he renews either. And I think he wants out. So, he loses, be, but he loses the leverage. I also think control. like it's what happened at the end of last year. Like, yeah, I know he came out and apologized a couple weeks ago, but. Like what happened at the end of last season happened. Like you can't ignore it. You can't forget and, it. Like, and Bill, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Like it's at that, at that point. Like for me, I would just let him go, move on, and that's it. And, and then who are you going to replace him? What are you going to put play there? You're going to play. Well, that's the market? thing. Well, well that's the thing. Move. Is if we're going to sell him, you have to get somebody else. Correct. We need to have someone else lined up. If we yeah, don't, so if we're gonna sell him, and our option is we stay with Ristich and Sandro Cruz or Gil Diaz, then I wouldn't sell him. I'd rather just. Of lose course him not. That's like like if you got if you have another player coming in, like if Rafa Guerrero or somebody like that came in, a hundred percent get the seven yeah. million, walk away without yeah. having a second a third a second option because Ristich is not a starter for me. Uh, then we can't. Well, really you don't sell. know. You don't know him. I mean, we didn't we didn't know anything about Gilberto, and he became a starter. We didn't. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But but you're gonna take a chance right now, sell Grimaldo and take a chance on, on somebody you I don't think, know. Well, I think I think if there's an easy position to adapt, I think you know left back. Oh, is that's a, too much of a chance. You're gonna play Champions League right now, dude. You're not gonna just I, I take a chance. I understand, but I think that's kind of the easiest position to fill is kind of get get a back somewhere to to fill fill the fill the. Yeah. Why why don't, why don't we put it at V Luis there? Let's see what happens. Oh, Hulk does to him. No, but Oscar Ristich is an actual is an actual left back. An actual left back, yeah. He's a natural yeah, yeah, left yeah. back, and he he could be he could be he could have came in as Grimaldo's future. Um, you know, maybe Fine. they should then, maybe then they write should him, back up and next year he then, slides in that starting. Why, why not? Why not ride ride Grimaldo and, and Ristich until December? Open when the market opens, sell Grimaldo for whatever you can take. If if he pans out, if Ristich pans out, 
then that's a you guarantee. Can't, you can't sell Grimaldo. You can't sell free. In he's January, he signs for free. He has to renew with Benfica first before you can then sell Correct. him. I'm talking about in January. You he's can't. In January, he signs for free. He, oh, he can leave the season. But he no, would, he can sign he, in January. He won't leave right. till the end of the season. But he no one's going to buy him in January knowing that he's going to go for free. Right. Six you, you lost all the leverage. And, and right. to Bill's point, of course he, of course he apologized. If he didn't apologize, exactly, yeah, he would he would be riding. He would he would lose all his value and, and probably end up nowhere next next year. At least this year, he, he can kind of he's he got his good graces. He's back in the preseason. Right. He's going to start maybe you know at the beginning of the season. Maybe we can get we can get rid of him. I don't know, but. Um, my my I, biggest concern, my biggest concern is we to sell him. I agree, fine. He get he, he needs to go, he needs to go, but we need a replacement. If we don't have look, a replacement, we can't rid of him. Here's another thing: we want to talk about the youth, the youth. Let's give the youth some chances. I think it's Ristich could come natural left back start and put the kid as a backup. Put put the whoever. whoever yeah, but you don't play. you don't know how Ristich plays. How you don't even know how he, how good he is. <laughs> we we at the beginning when Gilberto came in at the beginning, everybody wanted to say they call him a manco him. and hated him. First few games, everybody 100%. legit talks shit mister. about Gilberto. Right? But I think I think it's the easiest position to adapt. I really yeah. do. I think if okay, there was if but, there's but, a chance to take on a squad, that's that's the chance I'll take. So it so, so Kenny, we've been complaining also about Grimaldo defensively for the last three four years, and we we haven't been able to replace him. So it's e that easy. Ristich came in. In my opinion, Ristich came in as next year's 100% starter because I don't think Grimaldo is going to be here past. If he stays this year, fine, he stays this year, but next year he's gone. Whether he's free, he's gone. So Ristich is the natural person to fill in that position. That's why he was signed this year. And I, I think I, 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 I haven't seen, a chance, I, give, a, give a kid a chance at left back. Like yeah, if, if we talk about this, well, then what, then what, are, we, what are we talking about the kids for? Then just yeah. Then just then play, then, then, should, then it should have been it should, he should have been played. Grimaldo's the last year contract last year. How come we, we didn't give chances to the B kids last year? When we had the campeonato lost. Well, his last his last year contract is this year. I know, no, but last like he we could have given the B team or the or as a B player a chance last year when the campeonato was lost by twenty points. Why why we play Grimaldo until the end? Sandro did play. He but didn't. Sandro Cruz played. Played the last few but games. That's a good point. Yeah, that's coming up Grimald, here on, because Grimaldo well, said he, could, he didn't want to play. JJ was, yeah. JJ was the coach at the beginning of the season. Once once that went to shit at halfway through, then yeah. they, they started rotating a little bit. All right, we're we're coming up here on the seventy minute mark. I want a quick a quick round table. Um, we're gonna do quickly start bench sell. I'm gonna start with Oscar to finish this off. Start. Pick one to start, pick one to bench, pick one to sell. The options are Ederson, Oblak, Michel Prudhomme. Start, bench, sell. Fuck, this, why don't you guys Oof. give me an easy alternate in between there? Yeah. Obviously, it's supposed to be challenging. Start, bench, sell. Ederson, right. Oblak, Prudhomme. All right, so my favorite goalkeeper of all time, even though I, I watched Prudhomme when I was You younger. got 60 seconds. All right, <laughs> Oblak to start. Oh my God, this sucks! Uh, uh, Perdom to the bench and uh, Anderson to sell. Oblak is my favorite goalkeeper. Damn, Bill, Anderson Oblak Perdom start bench sell. Anderson start Oblak bench. I didn't really. I mean Perdom. I, I, I mean these guys. The, the world we're in now. The the, the I, style of play. I go with these two guys. I am my Perdom sell. Jason. Yeah, I'm going to think this a little bit differently. The I'm drones, thinking like Tank. I can already tell. The drone's going to start. 
I'm gonna put Ederson on the bench and I'm gonna sell Black because he makes probably the most money from Bay Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking financially, okay. Yeah, that's, that's how I that's how I thought of it too. I mean you could I could switch Ederson to a block to be different than Tank, but I would say if you're talking like their time at Benfica, Perdon was at the tail end of his career, so he's not going to be much value in the market. So I'd start him and I'd bench one of the other ones and sell a block since I think he probably was the highest transfer. Yeah. Cool. So Edison, Edison, no, was, Edison was. Well, Block's probably the better keeper, though, in my opinion, so you probably get more money. Edison I would, went for more. I would start Perdon, I would bench Edison, and I would sell a block. Just, those are just my preference on goalies. Perdon was an absolute machine. Um, well, that wraps it up. Uh, don't forget to follow us. Subscribe. Oscar, you off, dude. <laughs> it was a tough, That's stressful a tough, decision. That was, that was a tough question. I Does think he... Oscar wanted to tell his story about Michelle Pedrolari. No, because I, I really, I really didn't watch much other than probably the video that you, the Benfica Sporting video. <laughs> That's probably one of the dude, games. I remember Michelle Pedrolari so much when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh man. Legend. Sucked. Legend. Um, don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we're knocking on the door of 25,000 followers on Facebook. So uh, give us a like if you haven't. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts as well. Um, we will be back on Wednesday with the Portuguese podcast. Uh, actually, it might be next Wednesday. We haven't figured out if we have what's, content. Go ahead. What's the next? Uh, what's the next game for Benfica? We got the Algarve Cup this coming weekend. We play Nice and Fulham. Friday and Sunday. Um, Are they so afternoon we will, games? Uh, Fridays is like 3.30 p.m. And I think that Sunday is an is a afternoon for us, 3.30 p.m. our time. Um, yes, uh, it should be on TV. Um, thank you to everyone that was in the chat. Gentlemen, kickstarting a, yes, it's Friday, uh, Red Baron, because then we have the Ozebu Cup the following weekend and then Champions League qualification. And we find out on Friday also um, who our opponent is for, uh, I believe it's this Friday, or it might be the following Friday, but we find out in the next week or so of who our opponent's going to be. Um, again, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for joining the conversation. Gentlemen, have a good rest of your evening. We will be back next Monday. Vivo Benfica, and welcome to Season 3 of Ucantini Benfica's podcast. Trophies, Night boys! Time. This year's trophies! Yeah.